Kathy Starr and I are going to share today's scripture. Um, the reading comes from the book of Matthew, uh, which shares timeless wisdom that Jesus gives us about dealing with worry and anxiety. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. It is, is not life more than food, the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the valley, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what will we eat, or what will we drink? Therefore, wait a minute, let me get back, or what we will wear. For it is the Gentiles who seek all these things, and indeed your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks God. Be to God. Thank you, Chris and Roxy Star. <laughs> so several years ago, um, my daughter gave me a really lovely gift. I can't remember if it was for my birthday or for Christmas, but it was a, she took a deck of playing cards uh, and she pu punched a hole in each one of the 52 in the deck and then put a circle kind of a little metal circle through them and so that I can flip over. And on each of those cards, she took a sticker and just wrote something that she appreciated about me. Uh, and so it's, I've had it for several years and it's still on my desk and every day I flip it over to kind of see. And it's a reminder for me as a parent, uh, how am I doing on these things with my son and my daughter? And uh, it's really a lovely tradition and kind of part of the day that I engage in every day as I, as I look at those cards. A couple days ago, I flipped it over, uh, and the very first thing that it said was, <laughs> it said, you give the best advice. That's what she wrote for that particular card. And I thought about that, and I thought, wow, do I give the best advice? And so I felt some pressure sometimes, because I'm not sure just how good that advice is. Can you think of uh, somebody in your own life when you need, you have a problem or a question, who is someone that you go to for advice? Anyone want to call out any of those people in your life? So Gary goes to his wife, Dawn, all right. And Gretchen goes to her husband, Bob. Your best friend, yeah. Anyone else? Go to her husband, Matt. Anyone go to their pastor at all? <laughs> That's all right. 
Um, so we go to these people in our lives uh, for advice and for wisdom, and certainly, hopefully, in our faith lives, too. When we think about leaning on God or leaning on our faith, I don't know if we think about it as advice in our prayer, like, Jesus, I need some good advice today. We might talk about we need strength, we need love, uh, we need some guidance and wisdom in that way. But advice, I don't know if that's ever something that we think about, wanting from Jesus. But in the text today, it was kind of interesting. So Jesus starts off in, we may know this uh, passage pretty well, uh, and Jesus, uh, Elizabeth did a great job of kind of leading into this. So Jesus starts off by naming a condition of life that we all know very well, talking about worry and anxiety. And so Jesus starts off by saying, do not worry about your life, what you'll eat or drink. And sometimes I have mixed feelings about that. Just kind of that simple way of saying things. But Jesus is naming sometimes our life condition, that we worry, that we have anxiety. And then Jesus transitions into asking a question. So not only is he kind of naming, here's what's happening in our lives, and then Jesus is asking the question to try to help us to think and reflect on our own lives. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? So that's something for us to consider and think about. But then Jesus gives some advice, and I never thought about it until I was reading it this week. So Jesus names the condition. He asks a question for us to think about, and then Jesus gives some advice so that we don't worry. And what is his first of advice. Look at the birds. His advice is to look at the birds, which is really kind of interesting advice. And at first, if we're struggling with anxiety or worry or what have you, and Jesus, we say, Jesus, I need some advice. And Jesus advises, look at the birds. And they're like, really? Is that the advice that we're getting today? But if we reflect on it more deeply and think about it more closely, I think this is probably some pretty great advice. When we think about all of the things that we struggle with, all the anxiety that we might feel like in our lives, Jesus says to stop, to consider the lilies. Emily Dickinson, the poet, said this was the only commandment she ever probably followed the most, <laughs> to consider the lilies. So we are uh, in our sermon series that we're just starting today called Divina. Some of you may have heard of a spiritual practice called Lectio Divina, uh, and that is a practice where we take our time with a particular verse or verses. And as Elizabeth named, we rush through things so quickly. And Divina, Lectio Divina, asks us to stop and slow down with the text, that we might savor it that we might slowly pay attention to what does this word or phrase saying to me today? And it may say something different to you today and tomorrow and the next day. But during this sermon series, we're talking about these spiritual practices of Divina. And we're not just talking about Lectio Divina. We're talking about that next Sunday. But also today, we're talking about something, a practice called Natura Divina, where we reflect on nature in our midst, that we stop and slow down and see what God is saying to us in the midst of nature. So I want to lead you through a, a practice. Now, normally, when I would lead you through this, we would take our time, more time with it. Uh, but today, we're going to do some, just a summary of what it means today. So what I would like for you to do, wherever you're sitting, whether you have an animal with you or not, Hopefully you have maybe some grass nearby and so you can maybe feel that grass. Or maybe for those of you who are somewhat close to a tree, you can feel the tree. If you want to look around at something near you, grass, tree, leaf, bush, animal, 
what have you. I want you just to find something and just focus on that for a second. So this is what we're calling reading our object. So spend a moment and pay attention to whatever it is that you're focused on right now. What is it about that object that grabs your attention? So now we think about reflecting. So we see the object, we read the object, and now we reflect. What is it about this object that touches your heart and spirit? What is it about whatever it is that you're noticing or feeling? What touches your heart and your spirit about that? So now we want to respond. So you pay attention to the object. What is it about that that touches your heart? And now select a word or a phrase from that reflection. So maybe you noticed the color, and I like the color of this object that I'm looking at. Or it makes me feel peaceful, whatever it is. So reflect on a word or a phrase that is speaking to you about the object that you're considering. And then finally, we just still our minds with that word, that phrase that is sticking in your heart. Maybe that's a word or a phrase that you'll take with you today. And it can be a prayer of sorts as you breathe and remember that word or phrase, as you remember that object, remember of the ways that God is working in our own lives. Jesus tells us in this passage to stop and seek first the kingdom of God. And the ways that God speaks to us in our own lives for us to pause and to go through natura divina. How is God speaking to us so that we center ourselves in that space? I'm grateful for our own pet in our house because she and I have, I'm moving just so that uh, the sun's uh, trying to not let the sun shine too brightly in my eyes here. So uh, we have a pet. I'm not going to call her name right now because I'm afraid she'll want to come and up here. But she's over there, our dog, with my son. She's got the red harness on there. And so every morning we have now what's become a ritual. And so it's usually my uh, job around the house to walk her in the morning. And so I will come upstairs, and she has a dog bed. She sleeps in the dog bed in our room at night. And so I come upstairs, and she knows it's time to go for the morning walk. And so she will run ahead of me. So I open the bedroom door, and she runs out ahead of me in the hallway. But then she will stop and turn toward me, and she will sit. And that is her cue to me. I want about a good minute's worth of rubbing and petting and just acknowledging me. And sometimes if I'm in a hurry and I go by her, she will then run ahead of me again and stop and sit as if to say, no, no, we've got about a minute here of you just paying attention to me right now in this moment. So now I do that. I stop. 
and I just pet her. And it's a good reminder to me, not just stopping to pet her, but throughout my day as well. How often am I stopping and sitting with the ways that God is speaking to me through this animal, through this creation? How am I looking at the birds? How am I considering the lilies? So often when I ask people, when do you feel closest to God? And certainly one of the most popular answers is when we are here in the midst of God's creation. So let us listen to the advice that Jesus gives to us. When we are feeling a little overwhelmed, a little anxious, we may not have a horse and pasture like the curries do to go out to, but we can just go out and just be and sit and look and consider and hopefully rest, knowing that God is with us in those moments as well. Would you please pray with me? Loving and gracious God, we give you thanks for the many ways that you create our world. And we are grateful for the ways that you remind us of that, the sun that shines on our face, the grass that grows beneath our feet, the changing leaves this time of the year, and of course, our companions on four legs or two, or the fins that surround us. We're grateful for the ways that you have created this world. And we pray that you would help us to stop in our lives and enjoy this creation, knowing and be reminded of the ways that you are present in us. And all this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.